Welcome to Dragon Time. Yay! Oh! We got a real studio audience today. We have a real today. studio audience today. We've got Puppers and Quins. And, and Maza. Don't forget. And Mazel Tov. Mazel Tov, the foster dog. For this, the official Dungeons and Dragons podcast, I am Greg Tito. Yeah! And that's Shelly Mazzanoble and all of her household Woo! over there. Hi, everyone. Happen. Yeah, we are. We're excited to talk to our amazing guest today. They are socks. Yes, a pair <laughs> Kelly of socks. Galton. Her name, her nickname is Socks. Uh, very exciting, and she is going to tell us so much about uh, the store where she works in Northern California. We don't hear a lot from game stores out there, but they really have become these hubs of yes. community. I guess they always were, but they are getting a nice little sheen on them. I think everywhere you turn, where it's more about um, uh, not necessarily service, but just like coming in and having like a bright, nice, fun atmosphere. You want to hang out in multiple yes. times, get families there, all that. And so she's going to talk about uh, this new newish store that's only been open for a year, less than a year, yeah. in Northern California, and what they've learned and some of the prog- uh, programs they do. So I'm really excited about that. I am too, and uh, really kind of excited to go to Petaluma one day because, for one thing, it's fun to say Petaluma. Petaluma. And another, I do believe it is referred to as the gateway to wine country. I do like to wine and to drink wine. Yes. So So we're going to go. I feel like we're we're headed in that direction. I like it. I like it. I'm I'm ready to go on a uh, tour with you, Shelley. I mean, if there are any local or not local, but any game shops out there that think Greg and I um, would make good guests at your store, we'll go. We'll, we'll totally go. we'll we'll look into going. I can't promise, but <laughs> we will consider all offers. And uh, if you're in the gateway to wine country, we we say yes. We that get the that. leg up. It really does. It really does. Uh, so that's awesome. Uh, we also wanted to talk a little bit about our book that's coming. Oh my Welcome gosh. to Dragon Talks. The second time I've said that on this podcast so far. It is coming December fifth. But if you pre-order now. You might be able to get it before December 5th. I know. Um, how, how wonderful is that? And it's a celebration of not only this podcast and the people we talk to, but just like the D&D community in general. Uh, we have essays around certain guests, but it really is about, you know, similar to their podcast episodes, relating our personal experiences to the amazing um, uh, pastime that is Dungeons & Dragons and there's so many different varied stories. We talk about them so much, and we'll be on a bunch of other podcasts hyping up this book release. You can get it from the University of Iowa Press website right now. That's probably the best way to pre-order it, but you can also do it through other online retailers. That's okay. how you say it, right? Or your local retailer. Or go to your local game store uh, and or bookstore and let them know that you want to read Welcome from the Dragon Talk. Welcome from the Dragon Talk. <laughs> Welcome That's not from it. the Dragon Welcome Talk. Welcome to Dragon Talk, which is, of course, got the best ever subtitle. It's very long. Shelley likes to have long subtitles. I'm into him. Inspiring conversations about D&D and the people who love to play it. Aww. 
And they are inspiring. There are a lot of things in here that you're like, oh, I want to do this. I want to do that. We talk to so many uh, creators and and community shakers and movers. It's uh, a real celebration of everything you love about D&D. Tell your friends. It really is. It really is. And it shows you that anyone and everyone can love Dungeons & Dragons. There is something for everyone. True. Yeah. And we mentioned... In the book, but also on a lot of the interviews and even this interview, I think we're going to have about imposter syndrome and how it can feel mm-hmm. like you're not enough to be a part of this community or even just to play a single session. I remember you, Shelley, you were counting memories or just being like, what if I messed up? Blah, blah, blah. Like, mm-hmm. And that, I think, is underlined throughout this entire book and as well as what we do on this podcast every time. It's just, you know, it's all about trying. Yes. And it's okay to fail. Actually, sometimes when you roll a one like I just did, no way. it is better. Because you get to tell and move the story forward. It's not all about failing all the time. Although I will tell you, we played um, some of the starter set adventure that just came out, Dragons of Stormlight Isle. And and my youngest daughter, Fiona, has not loved playing D&D each time we played. I think because she has a brain where she wants to either be in control of a social situation or... um, wants to succeed. And the few times that we have played in the past, she's not been in control. She's not been the dungeon master. She really wants to step into that role. Um, mm-hmm. Or, you know, the dice just hasn't gone her way. But in this little mini session that we played, she rolled uh, uh, two critical hits, I think, which were really important Whoa. in that first encounter with Get the out. zombies because that is the, some you know, the damage that you need to do has to either come from radiant damage or uh, a critical hit to keep them down. So that was really, really good. And then so she felt a little bit empowered. And she was like, wait, I like D&D now. <gasps> and I was oh, like, oh, the see? light went off. Yes, there is something in there to love. For, for sure. everyone. Yeah. Uh, you know, speaking of that encounter, which is called Drowned Sailors, I believe, if uh, you don't have your hands on that brand new starter set yet, uh, but you want to dabble with it, see what's inside of it we have that encounter for free on our website right now go to playdnd.com um you will find it there it is the drowned sailors free encounter and not only that we're giving you all the character sheets from the starter set as well there is literally no reason you cannot start playing right now tonight go get the download that free encounter play it with your family and friends tonight it's a great teaching tool for new players but also if you're a new dungeon master like say me it's a great way to get your feet wet because we also have a walkthrough video that tells dungeon masters everything they need to do in that encounter so we're providing literally everything but the dice and there are apps for that so and there's great stuff in there um that would allow all types of you know skill levels of players to yes. enjoy it, right? I love how it's inter- it's good for introductory uh, Dungeon Masters, and that's exactly how I treated that first adventure or that first encounter. It was really just about like, oh, here's how it works, you know? Because I yeah. think her, uh, my daughter and her friend um, love the idea of playing D&D, but they haven't actually just run any combat or run anything and don't know the basics of like when to roll and things like that. So it was a great way of just introducing all of that. It is, and it's zombies, and that's kind of fun to role play. As well. Uh, yeah. That's right. Yeah, right. That's I, I, right. And they're zombies. So I, like, it's not like they're not cute. I mean, I guess that's subjective, but they're not cute. So, I like, be a, of course, people, there's the zombie uh, musical that's on um, uh, Disney Plus right now, which tries to make zombies cute. I don't know. Yeah. 
it's hard. It's Do you sing hard songs? Sell. Does that count? Yeah, but that's you know <laughs> what? That's a, you can make your zombies and dragons of Stormrack Isle sing songs too. That's You're true. the dungeon master. You can do whatever you want. I like it. I'm going to do that now. I'm going to add musical numbers to all of my dungeon mastering from now and, on. And Fiona and Edna will be sure to friend those drag those uh, zombies. Yep. Maybe one of them will play a bard who is a breakdance fighter. Oh, if a zombie was a breakdancer, I feel like they would turn to dust. <laughs> Trying to do the worm with those old zombie bones. Oh, that's the crack, joke, crack, right? Crack, 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 they're breakdancing and then they actually and they're and they literally actually break, 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 break it off. Break me um, off a piece of that. Speaking of breaking things, not really, not a good segue. That was great. But I just want to let you know that uh, I think this is actually the beginning of a could potentially be a really good D and D adventure. Um, at like five forty in the morning, mm. somebody lit a porta potty on fire on my street. What? And I, Greg, I don't know if you or anyone listening has ever wondered. What a porta potty looks like after it has been put out by fire, but by brave firemen and women. But is um, it like a gray ooze or something? <gasps> I'm showing Greg wow. a picture, and I'll, I'll maybe I'll put it on Twitter. But it's like a pile of like it's gone. It's for the most part plastic and some oof. plastic remain, and it's real stinky because it's like burnt plastic and poop. <laughs> Together again, we're gonna On burn fire. up chemicals. Who did this? Who did this? We that's, need the ring cam footage of who and how. I don't even feel like that's something that is that is actually flammable. Now I want to play the D and D adventure that is the mystery of like who. That's done it. what I'm thinking because my I, I told you this last time, but I'm gonna teach my neighbors how to play. Yeah, and now like we're all invested in the story, so it's always a good tip that I learned from how to be a DM was if when you're playing with new people, bring in some elements of things that are familiar to them, so yeah. that kind of grounds them into into the story. Yeah. So perhaps this will end up being part of our story. I like it. I like it, and it is such a great way to introduce things to new players, which is one of the fortes <laughs> of our guest right That's- now. That's a segue, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> let's, let's talk to Socks. Let's welcome Kelly Socks Galton to Dragon Talk. Yay, Yay! Kelly! Oh my God. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. I'm so very excited to be here um, and this to get to talk be- about the cool things that I get to do for work. <laughs> I know, right? So you're the rune maker at Goblin Brothers Games and Gear in Petaluma, oh, yeah. California. Petaluma. Um, so for those of you who are like, I've literally never heard of that place. Uh, Petaluma is um, in the it's centered pretty much directly in Sonoma County in California. Um, mm. It's a historic uh, town, chicken capital of the world, as was. Ooh, um, whoa. And, Chickens, yeah, huh? Chickens. <laughs> Well, I won't go into it. <laughs> um, <laughs> you were about to. I saw you be like, eh, yeah. I thought eh. about it for a second. I was like, hmm, this would really throw them. <laughs> no, um, but uh, in the last couple decades, um, we've been known as the gateway to wine country. So if you've ever oh, heard okay. of Sonoma and Napa wine countries, you we are directly it. south of them. And um, But in recent um, years, just the last couple, maybe 10 or so years, it is becoming another thing. It is becoming a geek town. <gasps> A gateway yeah. to gateway geek to country. Geekdom? Yes, we are geekdom. becoming Petaluma is coming into its own as a as a um, 
hub for all, well, to borrow from the comic book shop for all fan kind. Um, and so we have many wonderful geek stores. And as of almost exactly a year ago, uh, Goblin Brothers Games and Gear. Um, we are a board game store. Um, we also special, but we, our true love is Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> Um, and all of us that work there, all nine of us, <laughs> oh, wow. um, including all four owners. So it's a very, it, we are, we are just one store. It is just us. We are the definition of small local business. Um, and we, uh, all of us play Dungeons and Dragons. All four owners met because of D and D. Um, wow. my boss, Ted has been playing since first or second edition, um, and they met through, you know, people who hadn't played 5e and who had played in the 80s and wanted to relearn. Um, and all four of them happened to join this group and they've been friends and now business partners ever since. That's fantastic. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And you're the yeah. rune maker there. The rune maker. So that's what, does what it that says mean? on Well, it's really funny because on my business cards it says socks and then rune maker. And like, so it actually gives you no description of like who I am or what I do. <laughs> you, you sound uh, like a cat. It's like, yeah, oh, you it's a like a little store yeah, yeah, yeah. cat. It's yeah, a tabaxi. Those, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, no, I um so I am our communications manager. Um, and oh. for reference socks, I wear a lot of fun, weird socks. Um, I do have a pair of D20 socks that I love a lot. Um, but, um, I, um, my job as Runemaker, um, is to do community outreach, um, and, um, sort of event coordination. So I work with one of our employees to, um, set up charity donations for local businesses, um, local charities like, uh, the Poly Class Foundation, um, mm. centered in Petaluma. Um, we did Toys for Tots last Christmas, things like that. Um, but I also, uh, do community outreach in the form of community events. So, like the D&D workshops I run. Um, and originally those were supposed to be for all ages and, you know, we're going to have like one for kids and one for adults. Um, but as I'm sure, you know, getting five adults together who like already know each other and already want to spend time together is like hurting cats. And so getting five adults together who don't know each other and who don't have any prior commitment to D&D is just almost impossible. <laughs> so for, for right now, they've been mostly, the workshops have been mostly for kids. Um, and hopefully that will change. Um, as, as, you know, more and more people start talking about them. But, um, but I been, love that you're working with kids though. Like that's so fantastic. What's yeah. a little bit like, tell us a little bit about that program. What's that, what's, so, that, what's that doing? Um, my, I call them socks shops, but that's not the official name. <laughs> 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 it's like the tag we use on our Instagram post. I also, so the other part is I run our social media. So anything you see posted by Goblin Brothers is, is me. Um, and, uh, that's an enormous privilege to have the, like the brand in my hands, which like every time <laughs> I think about it, I'm like, Oh God, <laughs> I shouldn't have that thought. Don't think about that. Um, but I, uh, hey, I've done the same thing when I, I, like, when I oh, used to no. control the, the D and D <laughs> social media. And I was like, yeah. Oh gosh, there's, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of power here and I don't yeah, like it. Yeah, you're like, these hands. So I never considered myself like a person that's good with kids. Um, you know, I'm 25. I'm, I am without a child that does not have fur. <laughs> um, and I, I, yes. <laughs> um, and so I never considered myself necessarily um, a, a kid person. Um, but I tried to center my workshops around things that I thought kids that I enjoyed as a child. Um, and I was a kid that did, um, very well with reading. So I run a modified, um, first level candle keep libraries, um, adventure. <laughs> um, I run the joys of extra dimensional spaces. What? 
Um, which is so Candlekeep Mysteries is one of my favorite source books. My favorite is Fisbins, but Candlekeep is a close second. Nice. Um, nice. in terms of adventures and things. And I um I felt that the joy of extra-dimensional spaces added a lot of the classic Dungeons and Dragons uh feel, but in a very accessible way for kids to understand. And it's an adventure that can easily be scaled to um age and attention span. <laughs> Oh, I see. That makes sense. Um, So, and also these workshops are only one day. There are three hours. um, You and I teach them by playing. Um, So I kind of mishmashed like the starter set player characters with the first level kind of candle keep adventure. And I just kind of made it um, kind of my own thing. Um, and they get to, um, they get a gift card with their ticket so they can buy like the dice that they want to use and books that they'd like. Um, and I've done two or three so far and it has been simply amazing. Uh, it, and again, these are like 12 year old kids. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's been surprising actually. Um, I kind of thought we would have parents because this was happening over the summer mostly. And right. I kind of thought we'd have parents like, oh, you know, my kid doesn't really want to go to any other summer camp. So I'm just going to sign them up for this. And like, it'll be three hours and I'll get to, I kind of thought it would be parents like shoehorning their kids into, cause you know, that's, that happens a lot, <laughs> yeah, especially over the summer. And I, with I get it. I get it. Like, cool. We actually had kids coming in and asking about it and, nice. and, or parents would come in and say, my kid will not stop talking about Dungeons and Dragons. What can I do? Like, oh. I'm like, I'm a therapist or something. For <laughs> can like, you help them? How do you help? Please, can you please help my child? Um, <laughs> and I, and I, I was so thrilled that the kids already wanted to learn. And I have to say, one of my biggest sources of encouragement was another podcast, um, 10 Cent Takes here in, in the more extended Bay Area. Um, they're mostly a comics podcast, but they had me on a few months ago. And Mike Thompson, who runs that, he, his son has wanted to try D&D for quite a while. Mm. And so when he saw that I announced the dates for the first one, uh, he he called me. He was like, I'm, I'm signing him up right now. How many tickets can I buy? His friend wants to do it too. Like, oh, I'd love and he those. was so like he came and waited in Goblin Brothers for the three hours to like tell me congratulations afterwards. It was, it, I mean, the support that I got from him and from my coworkers and my boss was incredible because I've never done anything like this before. I've taught summer camps for sports, but I've never done anything like Dungeons and Dragons in this short form for four yes. children. <laughs> okay. I have wait, so wait, many I'll, questions. All right, go on. Before you said Mike Thompson yeah. in Northern California. Uh, does he have a comic podcast as well? That's 10 Cent Takes. That is 10 Cent Takes, right. Yes. Okay, I know Mike. Yeah, he is a delightful human being. Uh, he really he is. And, he and Jessica are, are just amazing. In fact, thinking back on my experience with them helped give me a lot of confidence for doing this with you guys, because I knew already that I could do something like this and, you know, give expertise that comes from a, a much smaller place than say, you know, the obviously venerable Matthew Mercer and, mm -hmm. and Abria Iyengar, who I just adore. I, I, I'm so honored that I can have a voice for DMs who don't have necessarily the time or the resources that that they have and to say, mm -hmm. hey, you know, even if you are 12 years old and you you and your kid, you and your kids, good Lord, you and your <laughs> friends uh, uh, play like <laughs> once a blue moon, right? 
that's okay. That is, you are still playing D and D and you are just as much of a wonderful player as Marisha Ray and Travis Willingham and Brennan Lee Mulligan. You know, you are, you are, you are playing D and D and that is still incredibly cool. Yeah. And like just the, just the privilege that I have to teach the new, and I say new generation, I've been playing D and D for about three years. So I am still kind of new, <laughs> but, but to be able to teach kids who have never rolled dice in their life before yeah, to say, to, to watch them be super awkward with each other at the beginning and no one's talking. It's like that first day of class where like everybody sits so quietly like yeah. before the teacher walks in and you're like, please somebody cough, anything like, and then, <laughs> and then, you know, halfway through, um, you know, they're in a library and there's, you know, everything is very neat except for that pile of books on the floor. And the wizard will go over to it and like poke it with his staff. And all of a sudden the swarm of books picks itself off the, off the floor. And I get to say roll initiative and they're like, what's happening? And they like start, they, they get it, you know, yeah. like they're, you can yes. see the light go on in their eyes. And that is just so rewarding to see them suddenly mm. like open up. That gives just me be, goosebumps. I seriously. Totally. It gives me goosebumps. Every time I see it, I'm like, I, I can't say anything because they're, they're going to lose it. Right. Cause then, then it's, it's going to break the fourth wall and everything. But I just like, every time I see that happen, I know I've got them. Yeah. And it's almost like an inception moment where you're like, yes. like you see their mind yes. kind of expanding we have, and changing. We talk and, about this, like the moment when you see yes. it, like you can see it in their eyes and it clicks. And it, yeah. and it's just so. And they don't, uh, they don't the, come back from that. No, no. <laughs> and the, the, I have to say, I think one of the best, um, I guess workplace, see, I'm going to say work and workplace, but genuinely working at Goblin Brothers doesn't, feel like a workplace. It feels like I get to work yeah. there. And I'm yeah. not saying that because my boss is going to listen to this when it releases. I, I promise. <laughs> like, I, I Give, genuinely, her Give her a raise. Give her a No, no. They're very... Transaction I mean, they complete. Are, yeah, I know. Oh, my phone just went up. Endorse. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, that's uh, your yeah, boss. That's no, I, <laughs> he's like, what are you saying? Tell her you're getting a raise. No, he's, he's, he, he and everybody okay, I work with have been... But, but, um... That's you know, fantastic. the kids came in after the first one. I, I was so nervous. I really thought I was going to be sick. I was, I was, I could barely eat that morning. My boyfriend's like, you have to, like, I, you're not going to pass out in the middle of this. You must like feed yourself. <laughs> and I was like, but I can't, I was so nervous. And I, I sat down with those kids and immediately it was, it was better. And I won't say I ever felt comfortable, you know, even when I DM, I never feel like yeah. I've really got it, you know, like I'm really in the moment or that I'm, I'm in the moment certainly, <laughs> but that I, I'm never totally sure of what's happening. Um, and so I, <laughs> I ever, especially with kids, um, I imagine. Yeah. Could. And that's, that's an added challenge. I have my own campaign with my friends and my boyfriend. Mm -hmm. It is a totally different animal. Like kids, We've all seen those posts on the internet. Like, kids ask the weirdest questions. Kids say the strangest things. You put them in a magical world where they can be anything they want. Hello. <laughs> yeah. 
I know. It's totally, I, I love that. I love that about kids because they're like, they don't have any of the preconceived notions of what yes. D&D is or what fantasy archetypes are. And they're just like, I'm going to be a book that has a sword. <laughs> I had one kid and he was clearly like kind of the, maybe the class clown type, love to be a little weird, love to be the, the center of Mm. whatever whatever funny thing was happening. Yeah. And he took full offense to the toilet somewhere after the mimic, but before the swarm of books. And so they were like, any inanimate object is out to get us. <laughs> like, oh, and no. they were right, but it's fine. And they, they <laughs> like, he spent like a solid, it like in game time, probably 45 minutes to an hour, like vigilantly watching this toilet because he was like convinced. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's like, amazing. Buddy, I think I may have misled you, but I don't want to say that. <laughs> right. Here, yeah, so just, go ahead. Roll another perception check on yeah, that. Yep. Yeah. And the plumbing is exquisite. It's a magical mansion. Yeah. It, just, it just enters the vacuum of space. <laughs> Who hasn't done that in a hotel or somewhere where you're like, you're in a Trust fancy bathroom right. and you're like, I'm just going to stare at the... Because that thing is sketchy. Yeah. Oh my God. No, and I... But the most rewarding thing <laughs> that, um, you know, in any workplace I've had... It, it, but the, it, certainly in the last couple of years, um, was after that first workshop and all four of the kids came running back into Goblin Brothers to meet their parents. And they said, I love this game so much. That was so much fun. When can we do it again? Oh. Every single, all four of them, like even talking about it, I'm getting choked up. And That's like- so cute. They're like, we I, love again, socks. Socks is great. Yeah, and they well, and they came up to me and all four of them were like, thank you. They said thank you, like Aww. unprompted. They're 12. Right. Like, 12 year olds don't do, I was 12 once. I would have rather died. <laughs> like, yeah, you don't want to talk to an adult. <laughs> but I also like, I, I should stress this because my parents are probably going to want listen to this. I was told that people were proud of me growing up. Like that, that is something I heard. But like, for someone who struggles with imposter syndrome and and also feeling like I'm a good enough DM to do yeah. things. Like I, my boss came out of the office because we work in an antique building. There's single pane windows. He heard every moment. Oh, right, right. <laughs> and he came out of the office after the kids were leaving. It was like a movie. Like they're walking off into the rest of the store. My boss like pats me on the shoulder and he turned to me and he said, I am so proud of you. You did such a good job. I... I was like, Ted, don't look at me. Oh, I'm not crying, but don't look at me. I just need a second. <laughs> it is and I, emotional. Like, oh my God, it was amazing. It was the fact that Dungeons and Dragons is so important to my life. Like I didn't really realize how important it was until that moment. And I really started mm. thinking about it. it. It's just been, you know, I, I could go on about how important it is. I, I started playing in February of 2020. Oh, wow. And wow. The timing. <laughs> yeah, we were already remote. My boyfriend and I lived in Southern California. We lived in a, in a traveled city in a big college town. We lived in San Luis Obispo. And we were both grocery store workers pretty much the entire way through the pandemic. Oh, gosh. Wow. And until I started working it, um, he still works for a grocery store. I obviously don't anymore. But Dungeons and Dragons genuinely saved a big part of our life. I mean, we've been together for nine years and I, I, you know, we've obviously worked very hard for our relationship, but our connection to our friends, our ability to communicate with each other, our ability to remember that the world was still out there and, but also to have an escape, we would not have had that. And I don't want to say we'd be like, not where we are today, but we would not be the same people. 
That's huge. We would, it yeah. would not have, I might not have gotten this job. I'm, we may not have been able to survive in the way that we did during the pandemic if it were not for D&D. So it's, it's incredibly important to me. And the fact that I get to pass that on yeah. to kids who yeah. for like a sixth of these kids' lives has been the pandemic. Now almost, now almost a, a quarter of their lives has been pandemic. And that's incredible to me that these kids don't have a lot of what I had growing up because they've been stuck inside for two years. And to be able to give them this outlet and say, get on Discord, get on D&D Beyond and make whatever you want. Yeah. Like be whoever you want and let these kids' imaginations run wild. Like that is such a privilege. That is such a privilege that I have. I agree. And like hearing you, <laughs> you talk about it and Greg and I have talked about it, but like we're, I'm, we're doing so much work to bring D&D to younger audiences, like, you know, through the yeah. school program and the and bringing back the after school club kits. And yeah, I, I truly feel like not because I work for Dungeons and Dragons or <laughs> I truly yeah. feel in my heart that we are giving them a gift. Yeah, that they don't realize how important it is. But to expose a kid to this game at that age where it's like inspiring, an outlet for creativity, for giving you a, a love of reading. Like my, yes. my kid's a, a reluctant reader. Like he was yeah. like, eh, I don't really care about uh, Pete the Cow. I'm not into this. But <laughs> he really liked playing Fortnite. And instead of me coming yeah. over and looking at that tiny little font on his Nintendo Switch to tell him what... <laughs> This, what the challenge was, we were like, you have to read it yourself. And then yeah. he was like, so it was, yes, his vocabulary was weird because he was basically, <laughs> yes. really it was all like, Fortnite based. Bombastic sure. and like whatever, right, Fortnite right. terms. But to give that to kids, to give that, like to open up their minds and also to teach them how to be leaders and public speakers and to have empathy and to figure, like understand what it feels like to be somebody else. Like that is, yeah. That's a gift for all of us yeah, to have kids that are learning that. But for I them, think, I mean, I keep going on about it, but I, me I too. studied, I, I, I <laughs> studied communications, favorite. you know, like I studied how humans connect with other humans. And let's be clear. I have a bachelor's degree. It's not like I spent like 10 years studying this, but I, <laughs> it is, I should stress that I, I'm not a PhD. You're not a communication scientist. But I, I, I genuinely think, and I, I also like to study how people in relationships communicate because yeah. obviously that's a huge part of my life. Yeah. You know, I think that one of the best ways to teach children how to communicate and collaborate and work with other people is Dungeons and Dragons, because I grew up with a lot of my friends having parents that, who were divorced mm. and communication in that situation isn't always available and learning good communication is certainly not available in most, in most cases. But I, I think that Dungeons and Dragons not only teaches, well, it certainly teaches a lot of one kind of conflict resolution, but that's, that's, (laughs) 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 but like also inter-party conflict resolution, inter-party conflict resolution. And it also teaches even with people you do not like, people who have been set up to be against you, there are things like charm person, fast friends. Like you can use nonviolent and passive communication to 
resolve conflict. And I get like charm person and fine friends are maybe not great examples of that because they're more manipulation, but it does still show you don't have to yell. You don't have to fight. If something makes you angry, if something is standing in your way, there are 15 other ways to go around it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it, like that alone to teach children is incredible. So like, I, I, yeah. Look at like, I'm going back to charm person and fast friends because yes, like you could say like, what they're manipulating their minds. Like, yeah. in, <laughs> in real life though, like there is a charm person and a fast yes. friend. And there, that approach does actually exist. If somebody yes. is being unkind, like to think about like what's happening with this person, like have yeah. that be your first response and not, uh, what yeah. a jerk. I'm never going to be friends with him again. Like, can, actually try to be friends with, like, try to get to the heart of him, get to know exactly. them. Exactly. I can't tell you how many times customer service people I've just been like, okay, well, this isn't really working. I know you're really trying really hard and you're really trying to make this happen. Yeah. Like, yeah. Thank you so much for doing what you're doing. Yes. And then somehow they figure out how to do it because oh, I'm yeah. being nice to them. Yes. And it's not just like berating and anger. Uh, yeah. You're not going to get anything you want out of that way. So I do cast. Friends over yes, the telephone. Or char- that's when I'm- that's mm-hmm. like charm person right there. It is a bit like yeah. charm person. It is a yeah. little bit like, hey, you know, yeah. I get it. I know. I hear you. I understand. You're just working at your job. You know, that yep. stuff really, really helps, especially in retail. Am I right? Oh my god! <laughs> especially, I, especially in grocery stores during a pandemic. Yeah, uh, yeah. The people who are kind might have Where's gotten. Where's the toilet paper? Listen, and also, like, here's the thing: I worked in the dairy department for most of the time I was there, so like, I was pretty separated from the public. When I moved back home, I am from Sonoma County, born and raised, as as, as my boyfriend is as well, and um, I became a cashier. Oof. Yeah. Um, There's a big difference between conflict escalation during the daytime when other people can see you and at like 9 p.m. Yeah. Yeah. Um, The the old the old ladies who come to a grocery store that's like kind of out of the way at 9 p.m. at night. Sometimes conflict de-escalation is just not. Not in their, they should play more D&D is what we're, you're yeah, trying yeah. to say. Like, let's get it not just in That's schools, not just for young, young people. It's, we got to go to the nursing yeah. homes. We got to go oh. to where old people are. I know. Well, and I think so. So, you know, I also think that um, one amazing thing that Goblin Brothers does with these workshops, but in general, is um, we have a play space. It's not a big one. We are, again, we're in the middle of a downtown. But I run these workshops on our back garden patio. We have yeah. an outdoor space. Um, it's covered. Um, so as I speak, uh, they are finishing construction on something above us for some businesses above us. Very inconvenient. Whatever. <laughs> um, it's been closed for a couple of weeks. But starting hopefully next week or the week after, it will be reopened. We will be setting up a more permanent um, cover for out there. It's always free. It's always first come, first serve. So like one thing that we focus really hard on, and I, I, I talk about this all the time, but it's, it's true is we, we would not be here without our community. Mm. Um, both the Dungeons and Dragons community and Petaluma's community. The local community. Yeah. yeah. We, Goblin Brothers strives to be the local business. Um, we are, we try to take really good care of our employees. Um, I'm also, I mean, again, there's nine of us. And <laughs> so we all do a lot of different roles. I wear a lot of different hats, but one thing that I am really trying for is, you know, um, 
how can we make working at Goblin Brothers something that, you know, our 18-year-old employee and our employee in their 30s and any employees that we may have further, a place that you can stay in this uh, California economic climate? Uh, (laughs) Like, how can we make this somewhere where you will not have to worry about where your next meal is going to come from, Mm -hmm. where your next, where, you know, how much you're going to be able to put towards rent? Like, we want to be able to make sure that our employees who make Goblin Brothers possible can be part of their community that we are in. Um, And to be able to have this store and to provide entertainment for the place I grew up in. I, it's, we are in Petaluma. That is where I grew up. That is the town I was raised in. And to be able to see um, teachers from the schools that I went to Mm -hmm. and my parents' friends who I grew up knowing, my friends' parents, (laughs) you know, come in and even if they don't know I work there, come in and see their face go, oh my God, (laughs) this is the store is amazing. (laughs) It's so we focus a lot on board games. So the whole front of the store is board games. It's very open. It's a large space. It was a retail space and the back, it used to be a salon. Mm. Um, And so we have two different very different vibes in the back of the store and the front of the store, but they blend so well. And you get to the back, which is our Dungeons and Dragons library and like our puzzle headquarters and things, but mostly our D&D library. Mm. <laughs> um, by going through this hallway that is lined with LED backlit slats that have dice in them, Ooh. like that you can pick up and buy. They're in the little acrylic boxes and they're backlit by LEDs. So and cool. so oh, it's incredible. Neat. It's so cool. And, and people pick them up all the time. They're like, oh my God, like, look at these. They have little, you know, they have little inclusions in them. Like they're the little, they have teddy bears or sun or we have pizza slices, stegosaurus. Oh. Oh. You know, we have all sorts of different things. So the back- Backlighting um, really makes that stuff pop. Exactly, exactly. Cool. And just the way that the store is designed, we we are extremely um, honored and privileged to have, in um, March, been awarded um, the uh, Retailer of the Year 2022 by the, yeah. um, game, the Game Manufacturers Association, oh, um, which is an international um, sort of overarching body of board game and card game manufacturers. Um, and out of 111 stores that were entered, um, we won in our first year of business. Um, we were runners up for, thank you. It's, it's, um, for your first year. That's huge. Our, our grand opening anniversary is Halloween. So we won this award in March, um, which is incredible. Our first year of brick and mortar. It it was amazing. (laughs) I can't believe you won a GMA. Yeah. It was, it was, we, and we were runners up for outstanding store design and innovator of the year. So we hope to carry that momentum forward. Um, The workshops have been a big part of what I would like to see continue. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping to carry them forward for adults. Um, We've had a lot of adults say, I would love to do this, but work or, but, you know, you know, Adult life is uh, just a one cataclysm of events after another, and it never <laughs> ends for the rest of your life. 
That's true. You're only 25, but you'll eventually, you know, it gets worse as you get older. I know. Um, and um, I already have back pain. So, you know, it's not even like... <laughs> uh, You're like, I've like, got anxiety. I've got back pain. Yeah. I'm, yeah, yeah right? I, I have got jaw all... surgery in two days. So oh, like, I, I literally, Lisa sent me the available dates and I was like, oh my God, October 5th, I'll sound like a human being. Like I... Oh, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I love what you're talking about with this store design is that there's been yeah. this shift with... Uh, well, I mean, everything in the D&D community, but, you know, I think I've noticed it a lot with the brick and mortar stores where it changed from being like pure retail. Oh, here's this back room that actually is, uh, you know, <laughs> got a lot of empty boxes in it. And, and like, yes. that's where you play D&D to it being like a real service, like come in, have be a community hub, have yeah, a, be a place cafes. where people want to hang out. Right. Have food, have a place have where you're you're cool letting your kid go for three hours. <laughs> yes. Yeah, right? And I feel like so, this is such a great new change in the D&D uh, and gaming communities in general that they can go exactly. to these places. Yeah, we so so Goblin Brothers, um, we try to have something for everybody. Um, we just, our newest addition to our store is Gabby's. Um, we have a whole cast of Goblin characters. Mm. Um, I could go into it, I won't, but Gabby is our teenager Goblin. Oh, they are, um, they, they use they, them, um, and they are very hip and cool. Um, and we opened, <laughs> I hear, that's what the youth are saying these days. Uh, and um, they uh, have just opened Gabby's Grub and Go, which is our concessions closet. Oh. Um, and so kids, after school can come in and get like a ring pop, a bottle of water, some goldfish. Um, we have some oh, um, so mythical meats. So you can come in and get like um, dragon or griffin sticks. They're like beef jerky. They're like the meat sticks. That, yeah. Um, they're really good. Highly recommend the Kraken, um, which is like Ooh. duck maple with beef. Super good. Anyway, it's, it's a little dangerous for us that work there because we're like, oh, I, 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 I could just I, get a cookie. You the know? concession closet. That's so yes, sweet. Gabby's, oh, Gabby's grub and go. Um, and so, but also we have a lot of like, I'm, I'm actually... I'm wearing two rings from Goblin Brothers right now. Um, we have some jewelry. We have easy card games for families to play. We try to support local schools when they have donations. In fact, the elementary oh, school that I just nice. that I went to, we just donated to them. Um, we have a special um, like auction basket that we do that I got to help like write the formula for essentially. Um, and we have like a special thing that we do for schools when they ask us to donate items. Um, and it's just been, we try to have something for everybody that is, even if they don't know it yet. That's um, so, you know, we have someone, something for the person who has only ever played like Monopoly and Scrabble. Another, the first step, hot tip, first step, if you've only ever played those classic games, get Catan, Settlers of Catan. Yep. It will open up the entire rest of the board game world for you. Yep. It, and That's then, my gateway drug for, for all of my, my friends yes. who don't play. Is that yeah. or uh, we call it the train game, but Ticket to Ride. Oh, like Ticket, so. to Ticket to Ride. Ride. Ticket to Ride, Carcassonne, Catan, all three amazing gateway games. Yeah. Highly recommend. Um, my favorite game right now is Parks. You play as hikers, hiking through the national parks. Every oh, purchase of the game or the art from the 59 Parks Foundation used in the game goes to the National Park Service. Oh my God. It's incredibly beautiful. You sit down and you're like, oh, this is a, like a fancy art game. It's going to be chill. It is the most bloodthirsty strategy game you have ever seen. <laughs> Not what I expected. Those parts will like, F you up. Oh my God. My boyfriend and I will sit there like across the dining room table from each other. Like, I've never felt such bloodlust in my entire life. This is like, why I don't hike. 
<laughs> yeah, it's wild. Um, Don't take but, Yellowstone away from me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Basically, you're uh, you're hiking down a trail that gives you resources to visit parks, and it's a Euro style game. Anyway, um, these <laughs> are the kind placement. of fun tips you'll get at Goblin Brothers Games and Gear. <laughs> um, I love but, that. But you know, we we also. Um, you know, just yesterday, the new starter set released. Yeah. Um, and so I got a text. I was I was driving um, on, uh, oh God, what day is it? I was on Monday. I was coming home from something and my coworker texted me when, of course, I didn't respond. Um, he called me and he said, hey, um, there's a huge box of weird starter sets in the back. I, I don't know <laughs> weird. what these are. And I was like, well, because... I guess he didn't know oh. and he thought that they were supposed to go out. And I was like, no, 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 no. Don't put those out. <laughs> like, don't release. Wait don't until Tuesday. Don't break straight um, And But like, you know, we put them out and we had people coming in and saying, I am so excited for the starter set. Like we go through more. Uh, we have seen such an increase in, in families yeah. and kids playing D&D that the starter set is awesome. Yeah. My boyfriend started his campaign with with Fandelver. It's a good. We started that, with the starter. Set. It's a great adventure for sure. It's amazing. Yeah. I like and this the new, new one. one I just, looks amazing. I just opened it up this the weekend, and then yeah. my, my daughter's like, "Oh, can we start playing?" I'm like, "Yes, we can." Yes, it's a yeah. starter Absolutely. set. That's what it's for. <laughs> we yeah. will start you off, and yeah, Absolutely. you just you hit the ground running when zombies attack. Yeah, yeah, and Spoiler. and another, you know. Like not really, we, not really. No. <laughs> it's like the and, first page. And it it's just we try to have like we're always on the pre-order lists. We we keep I I personally and I order a lot of our D and D books and our and our manga yeah. um, because reading is a huge thing in my life, and I want to make sure that I give other people the opportunity. Um, and so, hey, have you heard of a book called Welcome to Dragon Talk? Uh, oh yeah, I bet that would be oh. really okay. Let's see, Sonoma <laughs> Wine Country. I'm seeing. I mean, a, I think a... we should do an in-person event at Goblin <laughs> I, Brothers. I think so. Um, I don't know if this Shameless. is. I'm going to say this, and this is my own project. There's no deadline on this, and I haven't really been. Um, there's been a lot of things happening in my life, <laughs> including <laughs> jaw surgery. But a project that I am currently working on. It's an adventurer's guide to Petaluma. Ooh. And it is a guidebook for geek stores and geek adjacent stores in Petaluma. It is not done. <laughs> but it will I am be one day. The only person working on it. It is entirely Monkey's Typewriter Productions, which is me. Hello. Oh. Um, and I um yeah, it's the social theory. Um, look it up. Anyway, uh, <laughs> um, but I learned about I, it, it in is, undergrad for communications. I know. Um, I'm not going to communicate what it is to you. You can do that yourself. <laughs> Google is the overall communicator. I love that um, idea, though. If you're like going to take people around to different areas and then maybe do some a, like storytelling. Yeah, so and, it's basically set up as though you were an adventurer um, with a map. Um, going oh, I through love it. All the different places. We're going to have um, a uh, short rest. Um, which is our, uh, you know, around the town, the employees' favorite places to get a coffee, a short snack, things like that. I'll have the Heroes Feast, um, which is uh, favorite eateries for actual sit-down places. Um, we'll have um, 20, 21 Plus Tavern, which is um, the favorite breweries. Uh, Sonoma County is a hub, obviously, for uh Adult imbibements. Yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm. It's it's a project that I'm working on. It grew out of Goblin Brothers. Um, so yet another thing that would not have happened without this amazing 
group of people that I have in my life now. Um, I told my boss about yeah. it. I was like super nervous. I was like, is this a thing that you think I could do? And he was like, yes, like we, we would sell that. Absolutely. Yeah. So yes, long story short, I think that you guys should do that. And uh, you have my phone number. Uh, <laughs> we'll make it happen. I know, right? We haven't thought about book signings, but we're going to make it happen for sure. Just uh, saying. Uh, gateway so to wine make, country, girl. I know, right? That's really the only reason. We can do like, maybe we can make this like hey. sideways. Can we do like sideways, <laughs> yes. but for geeks? I'm just saying, yes. listen, I know a lot of places in Petaluma. I can, <laughs> we do board game days at the Hotel Petaluma, classic historic hotel. Um, I'm in. I think this sounds yeah, fun. Yeah, we'll, we'll, I'll have my people, i.e. me, but at work, uh, <laughs> talk to your people. Uh, and have we'll get have the rune maker call us, Yeah, please. I'll have yeah. the rune maker. That is one thing I, I do appreciate that, like, my nickname at work is Socks, and my title at work is rune maker. When I'm at work, I'm socks. I am the rune maker. I, I, that is my personality at work. I, this is going to make it sound like I have like dissociative personality disorder. I promise that's not what's <laughs> happening here. I, I, I do appreciate that I have a job that lets me have that separation and that right. I am not, I, as Kelly, am not coming home every day, bringing work home with me and feeling as though I can't disengage. Right. Uh, no, that's important action. to have that, uh, that, that work-life balance. Uh, yeah, it is is something that you got to exactly, work on sure. exactly. Yeah. Um, but we also love the general D and D community, so we donate to. Um, we've we've been longtime donors to the Critical Role Foundation, um, nice. and we're approaching twenty thousand dollars worth of donations to charities in general, nice. um, to world builders and um, Critical Role, um, whom we adore. And I also have the dad hat. Um, mostly because hmm. I'm basically just trying to turn myself into Ashley Johnson because uh, <laughs> I just love her so much. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> um, but yeah, we we um, my coworkers are now thinking of doing their own Dungeons and Dragons um, events at work. So DM workshops is something oh, that I'm thinking about. Oh, that's a about. great idea. They want to do painting nights. Uh, my coworker Cameron is has this great idea for a paint night for minis. Yes. Um, uh. My coworker Luke is thinking about possibly doing some Warhammer events. Um, you know, we've been asked many times about Magic the Gathering. Um, you know, our play space isn't necessarily big enough for Friday Night Magic but we would like to have some sort of learn to play magic or something like that. You know, yeah. we would, be, we, would we want to reach out to fans of D and D and the surrounding um, genres. Right. Um, and you, and you well. have a, um, an anniversary coming up. You mentioned you've only been in, in, in business for a year, but it really is yes. about a year, right? You'll be yes. your anniversary so in Halloween. Our, yes. Our grand opening was Halloween 2021. So uh, my anniversary is also Halloween. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, it's a, it's a double happy event for me. Um, but I, uh, so yeah, this year will be, um, we already have the store decorated. Um, Ooh, so I'm please sure. come by and Spooky see our season. library or check out our latest um, social media post um, because there's a behind the scenes time lapse of me going up and down ladders and hanging candles and things. Oh, that's so fun. Um, I love and watching then um, we are, we will be having an event um, the weekend of Halloween. So Saturday, Sunday, Monday to 
um, encourage trick-or-treaters on Monday. Um, we'll be having an event where you can come and meet Grin, one of our goblins. Um, and hopefully oh. Grump will be able to fit it into his busy schedule as well. Um, Grump. Come on, Grump. Grin and Grump are the goblin brothers. Oh, um, it's called yes. goblin brothers. <laughs> there we are. Goblin yes, brothers. Okay. goblin brothers, Grin and Grump, Gabby and Gob Gob are their wards, as in ward of the state. Um, but they also have warg, um, which is their goblin warg. Oh, I like that so, this is a play on Goran Brothers, the uh, bagel makers, somehow, yes. right? I'm sure. <laughs> I don't know. That's um, my New York. Uh, yes, <laughs> we do have a very good bagel shop right up the street from us. I'm just saying. I'm just going to find more things to throw in here. No, like, we're we're stuff. already sold. Cool. We're, we're, All right, you're tickets are booked. <laughs> yeah, right. no, no, no. Amazing. No, and um, and so, but going forward into the second year, we're working on a lot of new things. Um, we are oh. hopefully um, one of the first things that we're going to be doing is revamping our website. Um, for a long time, Goblin Brothers was an online store, always with the um, goal to you know become a, a brick retail. and mortar. Yeah. Um, and now we're a brick and mortar, and that's been wonderful and incredible. And our website has drifted a little out to sea. And so we're going to pull it back in, do some refresh, some, some redesign. Um, and so that's going to be coming in the next couple of months. Um, we want to make it easier for fans of Goblin Brothers, not just here in Petaluma, not just here in California, but all over the country and hopefully maybe all over the world at some point, um, <laughs> can order from us, um, can, you know, call the store, see what we have in stock. We love, love, love to do customer requests, suggestions, and special orders. Um, it never costs you anything extra to make a special order since we, if we like it, we will probably get it in stock anyway. You were saying earlier that a lot of stores in their back room have like empty boxes and stuff. We don't have that problem. <laughs> uh, we, we have way too many things. <laughs> like we are, we are bursting at the seams and our store is so big anyway. Like we love everything that we, we love trying to find things that our customers want. It is yeah. a it is a challenge of passion for us. Yeah. And so, you know, we we try everything we can to get those things in. Um also, we have bar stools at our center counter. You can come and hang out with us. We love to talk about board games. We love to talk, obviously, love to talk about DD. I feel like I've maybe expressed that once or twice in the past, <laughs> like, uh, yeah. hour and a half. Um, but, but, you know, please come in if you are having a problem with your campaign, if you're a DM oh. for the first time. And it's like you an advice. Um, yes. uh, what's like a genius Absolutely. bar? It's a genius bar, it but is. for DD. Yeah. Oh my God, the genius bar yeah. for DMs. I and it, love we, that. We all play D and D. Like we, like obviously, I'm in three campaigns, including my own. My coworker is in three or four. Two of my other coworkers are joining campaigns that I am a part of or mine. Like, and all the owners play together. We are we are a D and D store. DNA. We love it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's in our DNA. Like we are we are so passionate about it. That's so um, I love that. We, all right, well. This yeah. is fantastic. I can't wait. I mean, I, I hope we're selling it for everybody who's in the Sonoma yeah. County area to head to <laughs> Goblin Brothers. Yeah. Um, I misspoke. It's not, Goran Brothers is actually a cat store, a hat, a hat <laughs> manufacturer. Um, yeah. One of our former guests, Dr. B, uh, is is a big proponent of. So that's where that came yes, into my brain. They, I believe they also have a store in San Francisco. They might, yeah. No, I oh, think it's funny. in North Beach, right near Original Joe's. Well, I sense a partnership here between yeah, Goblin Bros and, look, and Gordon look, Bros. I already made myself my own cloak modeled after my first character. 
Am I saying that a cool hat to go with it would be cool? Yeah. I, I think well, you are. I think we're saying it. We're saying it with you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, that's awesome. No. All right. So uh, let's get to how people can find out about this uh, yes. uh, store if they're nearby. And then hopefully some stuff about you and yeah. uh, where they Absolutely. can find out about all, so, what you're doing. So um, you can find out about the store. Goblinbros.com is our website. Um, we have um, when the um, Game Garden reopens, you can send in a reservation if you have a larger party to let us know. Yeah. Um, and that is under our brick and mortar tab on our front page. Um, you can order games from us. Um, you can uh, see what we have in stock. Contact us that way. It goes straight to our store phone so we can always respond to you. Um, if you have any questions, you can always call us. Um, and that number is also listed on our website. Um, and we're on social media on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and hopefully soon TikTok. Um, we'll be at, at Goblin Bros, B R O S, um, and Goblin spelled exactly the way you think it is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and we also have game reviews on our website. I've written a couple, and my coworkers are in the process of writing theirs. Um, and Parks, you have a review for Parks? I up do there? have a review for Parks. Yeah. I have a review for Catan, Parks, and Inish. Um, Inish is like a cross between Catan and Risk um, with a heavy focus on Irish mythology, or excuse me, Celtic mythology. I am Irish, so I say Irish mythology. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. Um, and you again, please come in. We're at uh, 133 Kentucky Street in Petaluma um, in historic downtown. Um, we're nestled kind of right in the middle there. Um, there's That's a parking right. garage literally directly behind us. Uh, so feel free to park there. Petaluma has all free public parking. Um, this is so great. This on is your great. way to wine country. On your way to wine country. Right. Or on it. your way back. <laughs> or on your way back. We yeah. have to go there and uh, I'm, I'm make sold. a trip. Booking yeah. tickets. Please, and please let me know when you come. Um, we can, I, I know all the best places to be. <laughs> and then we want to see your beta of the, uh, of yes. the Adventurer's Guide to Petaluma. All I that. will try. I know. You know it's, it's a That's your project. So, right so that'll show up on your personal yes. stuff, right? Well, and I'm also um, going to be out of commission for about six weeks. Um, so I'm going to get a lot of work done <laughs> on go. that, hopefully. Um, yeah. yeah. I'm just so, going to say, yeah, hopefully. Yeah, I don't, uh, that doesn't always work out the way you think it is. Yeah. But no. I'm um, sure. Not enough time. No, it's yeah. going to be fine. It's going to be just fine. It's going to be great. It's um, going to be great. So I, fun to talk to you. Uh, thank you. No, I, I, you can find me at, um, at BadgerPride96 on um, Instagram and Twitter. Um, I'm also on Twitch. I am trying to get back into streaming. Um, but that is BadgerPride96 and um, on Instagram and Twitter is where I do um, like a lot of posting if I'm going to do stuff about um, Adventurer's Guide or any of my writing, which you can find at asignificantotter.com. That's amazing. That's so yeah. cute. Yeah, it's, yeah. Not a, it's not, you know, an otter you don't care about. It's a significant It's one. a significant exactly. otter. I, listen, right. I have the best significant otter. But <laughs> I, anybody can be a significant otter. So, um, and I did forget to say this earlier. I, I guess I was listening to your guys' podcast, um, over the last couple of weeks. And, um, I know this, like, you're probably already going to have a segment on it. Um, but in thinking about like things that I would want to tell people, you know, uh, just one thing, one piece of advice I would want to tell people is, um, Dungeons and Dragons is the best game in the world and it can be whatever you want it to be for, for DMs. Uh, one thing that's really inspired me in D&D has been it's your setting. You get to mm. do you get to make it look however you want. You get to have whatever NPCs you want. You get to do anything you want in this world as long as you remember it's the DM's setting but it's the player's story. And and Smart. yeah, the DM good. 
makes that story happen for the players, but they write it. And it's, that's such an incredible thing as somebody who is a writer and somebody who loves to be part of stories, that concept, that collaborative story writing is incredible. That's what and it is. it is so, I just taught my parents how to play D and D for the first time. What? Oh. It took months. And when I say I asked them to, what I meant was I texted them and I said, Hey, what are you doing next Saturday? And they said, nothing. Why? And I said, yes, you are. You're playing D and D. And then I arrived at 2 PM <laughs> and we played D and D and they killed it. They nice. were so into it. And my they dad, slayed the dragon. they nice. did. I did have to use goblins as the enemies, which well, I, I regret. Mean, that's, that's on brand. Oh, on but brand. Goblin brothers, I know though. Yeah. goblins, our goblins, goodies. I promise. Goodies. We're not right. going to no spears. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> um, Except Brittany. Yes. <laughs> but but, but yeah. so you, I mean I, I don't, don't want to cut you off because I feel like this is an entire <laughs> no, new I know, podcast. That, that could be a whole <laughs> I want to find out about how this. to DM for your parents. I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. No, oh, that is a good topic for you to right? go into show because like, you've listen, done it. Let's do that. All right, I would that's come fantastic. Back. <laughs> I oh, this will, is awesome. I will be in touch with you after your surgery. Okay. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Have so, great surgery. I hope everything works you. out. Thank you so much for coming on and talking about this store. Uh, yes. Sounds amazing. I can't. Yeah, I can't yeah. wait. We to see we it in are so excited to be going into our second year. We everybody at the store thanks you guys so much Aww. for well, having me appear. Thank um, they are. We are just nine people trying to make a friendly local game store. It as sounds like as you have. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm excited sure. to come visit. So. Well done. Yay. Right. Oh well, my thank goodness. you so much, that Kelly. Would be so amazing. Thank All you, right. Kelly. Yes. Thank you so much. Yay. You're the best. <laughs> what a wonderful intro uh, series of. <laughs> Amazing things. I want to take up uh, socks on all those. I want to uh, check out this amazing store. I want to go on her walking, adventuring tour of Petaluma. I want to know more about all of the ways that she's doing programs with the kids, with adults, all those things. Man, I just loved her energy. It was amazing. I agree. Um, We need more, more socks out there. Socks rocks. Socks. Socks. Go socks. Yeah, so fun. All right, well, awesome. Uh, check out all the things that they are doing there. In the meantime, you can check out everything about Dungeons & Dragons by going to D&D Beyond, making all of the characters that you possibly can and running <laughs> them for your friends. You can get so many great bundles through D&D Beyond now with physical products uh, and the digital versions. If you do that for Dragonlance, uh, the amazing adventure that is coming out in December. You'll be able to get access to it on D&D Beyond two weeks early on November 22nd. So that's pretty amazing. And uh, if you know we see how that goes, we'll be doing more of that stuff in the future. But there are ways to get D&D into your inventory for Christmas because we know their holiday gift-giving season is upon us. Wow. It's spooky season right now, but we definitely want to start thinking about holidays and what better way to be like, oh, I need to get something for my, my D&D playing friend. Let me just get them something on D&D Beyond and gift it to them that way. It's yeah. instantaneous. Inst- it no wrapping. right away. There's no wrapping. They get the content and it is able to be played with immediately. Yes. So give the gift of adventure. Think about it out there, kids and adults, and also any pets that are listening. Oh, that's you. 
Puppy literally left the room, and he is wow, he basically a, never leaves this room. What a, I mean, jeez, so everybody's rude. a critic. So rude. What a dog. I buy um, him If so you want to find out anything that's going on with us, I am at Greg Tito on Twitter, Greg underscore Tito on Instagram, and of course, we got lots of fun little projects going on. Uh, welcome to Dragon Talk. We already mentioned. Pre-order it now at the University of Iowa Press. It is out there. I also have a Star Trek rewatch podcast called Re-Engage. We're in the middle of starting season four right now. So really amazing episodes of sci-fi that we rehash episode by episode. And I also have a short film uh, that I'm in the midst of producing and sending out to festivals right now. We're just sent out to You're sending it to yesterday. festivals already? Yeah, even with like a rough cut. Apparently you can do that. You can send it in with the picture locked and then you can oh add it in God. with audio later, which I'm like, oh my God, that's amazing. So yeah, Slam Dance and another one we, uh, oh we, my we already God. submitted to. So fingers crossed we get accepted to some uh, amazing festivals over the next uh, few months. That's so cool. Yeah, it's called Ex-Husband. You'll learn about it. Uh, it's on Twitter as well. And I guess that's all I want to talk about. What about you, Shelley? Well, you can follow me at Shelly Moo on Twitter and Instagram. And I have a lot of videos that, you know, I like to take of my dog. I love videos that you it's take kind of, of like dog. a short film. Well, like, <laughs> that counts. That counts. Yeah. So. That's amazing. And plus, I love that when we're doing all these interviews with other folks, they're like, oh, yeah, Shelly is like written the book on uh, not being... Uh, a stereotypical D&D player and learning everything you can from D&D. You've got it's, two under your belt. It's quite fun, yes. And I, if you add up the word count for all three of those, uh, my D&D book subtitles, it's basically another book. That's how <laughs> the long. The subtitles constitute another book. The subtitles just roll right off the tongue there. I thought you were going to say the total uh, word count of all three of the books was like 666,666. The devil. <laughs> is that true? We'll Hi, find out. I really am a warlock. Woo! Woo! Um, speaking of a character class that you don't normally play, <laughs> we're talking about what's going on with Drunky Two Shoes. What the heck is going on? You have entered into the Radiant Citadel itself. So cool. You are in a carved out area of the large amethyst colored. Uh, crystal that is at the center of this settlement goes up into the uh, uh, ethereal plane around you. Uh, but you followed uh, these two, uh, three gentlemen inside, or three people inside, and then you're in all of a sudden these administrative uh, buildings after you kind of bluffed your way through with a guard. Um, and you see a hallway um, that is also very much carved out of this crystal. So the walls themselves are uh, right now the color purple. Um, and various doorways on either side. What do you do? I think Drunky is starting to freak out. This is just trippy in here. Uh, it is trippy. Who do I see? You don't see anyone right now. Those people that you followed, they uh, went on ahead while you were speaking with the guard, and so it's generally deserted right now, although you do hear general... Um, you know, kind of just living sounds of people like, you know, ruffling papers and inscribing on things. Uh, okay, I'm going to go um, just down a hallway. I was just like looking for people. Just okay. Just go 
poking my head in rooms and stuff? You go through, uh, and the doorways are open. They're, they're open doors. Um, and as you go past them, you see various clerks uh, uh, writing um, things down, inscribing um, notes, it looks like. It looks like a very kind of just busy, officious uh, kind of place. And then uh, as you get past uh, you know, two or three of those doors and you see... Um, different types of creatures and people uh, sitting at desks and writing at them. Um, a figure turns uh, at the end of the hallway and comes towards you. Uh, she is dressed in uh, red robes, um, and she's got kind of uh, light brown skin, dark hair with a streak of gray uh, in it, and she's kind of walking forward um, with purpose, but not like super fast uh, uh, towards you. Okay. I just nod. She nods uh, back at you as you approach, and then she uh, is about to pass you, and then she pauses, and she actually kind of just lightly touches your arm. Whoa. Whoa! Whoa! And she says, excuse me. Yes? Do I know you? Uh, perhaps. I don't think I've seen you before. Why do you think you know me, then? Something pulling at memory. Perhaps you know my brother, Daryl? Daryl Two Shoes? You have a brother. Yes, I do. Hmm. Interesting. Have you ever been to Waterdeep? I have not. She raises her eyebrows. Uh, she seems to recognize that name. She's like, I have not, but I have read many stories of a realm that contained hmm. a settlement named Waterdeep. What, what, what is your name? She she kind of has like a big smile all of a sudden. She's like, forgive me. I It is not often that people do not recognize me. Oh. My name okay. is... Uh, uh, she pauses uh, almost as if she's trying to uh, think of what to say. Uh, she says, my name is Shola. Okay. I am one of the counselors uh, here. A counselor? Yes. Oh. Oh. Uh. Okay. So, do you by chance know where I might find information about a local business? You have come to the right place. This oh. is where you may uh, discover all of the information. We are in the process of learning still. This is Citadel has been here for. Uh, a long time, but uh, we are always learning more. Yeah, that, so that bar that's, you know, down the road there? Yes. A bar? Yeah, like a tavern? I, I need to know more about the owner. Hmm. And, and who, who started this establishment? She says, um, that's interesting because that's exactly what I was thinking about when I saw you. The bar? Now that you mentioned it, uh, a few things have fallen into place in my ancient memory. But yes, oh. you remind me of uh, a very impetuous young tabaxi uh, who came to the Radiant Citadel a few centuries ago. A few centuries ago? Yes. I am... How old are you? <laughs> I am uh, many centuries old. I I know I look 
as if I am a human, but in fact, I uh, have a different form. Okay. Drunky is, would like to do an insight check, please. Okay. Before her next action. 13. 13? Mm-hmm. Okay. She um, appears sincere uh, to you. Um, she is odd. Um, why don't you make me a uh, arcana check? A one. A one. Okay. Yes. Uh, her behavior is is a little bit strange. It does not appear to be like any of the humans, even the humans in power that you've met, like Laryl Silverhand. Uh, it is uh, a different kind of cadence of speech as well as this sense of um, you know, being, an, uh, being one of the eldest people around. Okay. Drunky puts her paws on... Shola's shoulders and just looks deep in her eyes and says, something strange is happening here. I need you to help me. She raises her eyebrows and kind of matches your uh, wide-eyed demeanor and says, welcome to the Radiant Citadel. God. And we'll pick it up next time when we see what happens. I think that could be the name of our next book. Welcome to the Radiant Citadel. Welcome to the Radiant Citadel. (laughs) (laughs) Where strange things happen all the time. (laughs) And very old people named Shelley are here to guide you. Oh, I didn't even even think of that. It's similar to Shelley. Yeah. Shelich, like me. (laughs) <laughs> She's got 99 problems, but <laughs> one. Lit's like me. 